Bruce Van Nata loved trucks, and his job as a self-employed diesel mechanic helped this Christian family man live out his power truck dreams and provide for his wife and four children. He never gave a second thought to the dangers of working on engines that weighed thousands of pounds until November 16th, 2006. I was working on a Peterbilt logging truck about an hour from our home, and the guy that I was working with that day, the driver of the truck, asked me if I would look and try and diagnose one more problem, one more leak before I left. So if you can picture one of these great big Peterbilt trucks, here's the front bumper. And I slipped underneath that great big chrome bumper feet first. And he had had the front axle jacked up in the air and the passenger side wheel removed. The axle is going right across my chest at this point, maybe an inch or two above my chest. Then just as Bruce slipped under the truck, the 20-ton capacity jack holding up the truck shot out from its position and this 10,000, 12,000 pounds of weight that is on these two front wheels on this axle came down across my midsection, basically like a blunt guillotine, and just crushed me in half. Blood had splatted the inside of my throat, the back of my throat when it fell, and I could see that there was less than an inch of airspace between the bottom of the axle and the cement. So I knew that I was thinner than it, my body was thinner than an inch. The man jacked the truck up off of me. I begged him to get me out from underneath the truck. He didn't want to because he could tell that I had to have a broken back, and I did. Um, my vertebrae and my back were cracked uh, the width of the axle. It was the most incredible pain you can think of. I've never felt any kind of pain like that. The very next thing it is, I just called out, Lord, help me. I called out twice, Lord, help me. Instantly, all of the pain left Bruce's body. At that point, my, I went unconscious. My spirit left my body floated up into the ceiling and now I'm, my spirit is looking down on the accident scene from above. The man I've been working with was on his knees above my body. He's talking, I can hear him talking, he's saying things like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But on each side of him, also on their knees, was a huge angel. Their heads stuck up at least this much taller than his head. So if he would have stood them up, they would have had to been like eight feet tall. They did not have wings, they were just very broad shoulders again. Between the two angels and him, it took up the whole front of this truck. There was a bright light shining around each one of them. They were matching bookends. They looked identical. They just had their arms underneath the truck, not holding the truck up, but had their arms angled in towards my body. There was no pain. In fact, just peace. And I can't even describe, words can't describe the peace that I felt in the ceiling. Bruce knew he had a serious choice to make. I was definitely on the point, on the verge of life and death. There were two voices, thoughts in my head. One was, shut your eyes, give up and die, and you're just gonna go to heaven anyway. It was very loud. There was another voice in my head, thought, much quieter, more of a whisper, and that one said, if you wanna live, you're gonna have to fight, and it's gonna be a hard fight. And next thing I knew, my spirit went back down into my body like that, just like a shot. Bruce was conscious as he was flown on a life flight to the hospital. Doctors there doubted he would even survive the next few hours. His ribs were broken, his pancreas and spleen crushed, and several major arteries had been severed. I had five major places, five places that major arteries were completely severed. I found out from uh, doctors that there was a medical study done in 2001. According to that study by the University of Southern California, they've used my case and compared it against that study. And according to that, they can't find anyone else in the world that's ever lived with five major arteries being severed. So I should have bled to death in just a few minutes. So my thought is the angels were there to hold my, somehow hold me together. 
Bruce stayed in the hospital for over two months and survived five major surgeries. Yet he had overwhelming obstacles to overcome. Almost 75% of his small intestines were crushed in the accident and had to be removed. Adult has 18 to 20 some feet of small intestine, they say, roughly. Somebody came in and told us they didn't expect me to live much more than a year. I'm going to starve to death. I was losing weight very rapidly. They're feeding me intravenously. Bruce's once 180-pound frame dropped to 126 pounds. But Bruce's family was praying, and his community rallied around him. Then Bruce received an unexpected visitor in his hospital room one day. The Lord woke up a man in New York two days in a row, someone that I met one time on vacation. And he came and prayed for me in the hospital, put his palm on my forehead, and when he prayed, uh, he prayed the way Jesus taught us to pray, and he spoke to the mountain, in this case, my intestine. And he said, small intestine, I command you to supernaturally grow back in length in the name of Jesus Christ. And when he did, it felt like 220 volts came out of his palm into my forehead, right into my body, and I could feel my intestines moving around and going up and down. After a long nine months of surgeries and hospital stays, Bruce was eventually able to feed himself, and he gained weight all the way up to 170 pounds. When he returned for testing, radiology reports and doctors confirmed that he had almost nine feet of small intestine. His intestines had doubled in length. When they test me, uh, they say that the intestines that the Lord gave me back were twice as good as normal. Even though I don't have my full amount, he gave me several feet back. Even though it's half as much, they absorb the vitamins, the minerals, the nutrients that I eat into my body normally. Over and over, the Lord kept confounding the doctors from the, from the point of them saying that I shouldn't have lived, I should have bled to death, to my intestines miraculously, intestines miraculously coming back. Over and over, uh, God was showing that miracles are happening. My pancreas rejuvenated by itself, my spleen rejuvenated by itself. Miracle after miracle after miracle, God just kept showing up and showing himself very real and strong that he is the miracle worker. Today, through their organization, Sweetbread Ministries, Bruce and his family travel together to talk about supernatural healing. Bruce has also written a book called Saved by Angels. Miracle after miracle after miracle. It's exciting to just see what God is doing in people's lives today and that he is alive and well and he wants to reach people at their point of need. And so we've got a God that loves us more than we can ever imagine. And he pours out his love on us in such an amazing way that it's undescribable.